Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Couch Productions, and welcome to A Non-Anchor. A Non-Anchor is a podcast focusing on my life. I'll tell you a lot about myself and hopefully provide value through experience. You're listening to episode 109 of the show, recorded on June 21st, 2022, at exactly 2 p.m. And uh, yeah, I'm finally here. I'm finally in South Carolina with the boys, living in the house for, geez, Close to a month at this point. I really have not made anything since coming here. Uh, but that's just because I got a lot of stuff I have to figure out. I have to figure out a job. I have to set up the room. I'm talking about doing some projects and everything else. And uh, that's sort of what this episode's going to be. I'm going to tell you how the move went, how life has been. And if you have any more questions after the episode is over, well, if you hop on over to the Discord, link in the description below, next episode will be Q&A. So you can leave any of your questions about the house, if you want some drama, if you want some tea, if you want to know, hey, does Zach wear the hat like all the time or just in videos? Like that's a pretty big question to ask and you could be the one to ask it. So feel free to head to the Discord. Of course, after listening to this episode of Aiden on Anchor, don't leave your boy out hanging high and mighty. I don't know. Whatever. Let's go ahead and talk about the move first. So, geez, uh, we managed to load not only my entire truck, so the bed, inside, everything, but also my mom's car. I had talked about previously potentially using a U-Haul, but number one, the U-Haul would be very expensive. And number two, I figured out that I could actually load most of the stuff that I needed inside of the two vehicles. So yeah, believe it or not, I was able to get the bed, my desk, my PC, monitors, the black entertainment center, so not the big wooden one, all my consoles, all my VHS stuff, uh, my bed frame, and my three mattresses. We were able to fit all of that in there in just the back of my truck. So I figured, hey, we're getting that much stuff loaded anyway. I'm only having to leave a few things behind. Why not just do it with two vehicles and uh, I'll pay for gas for my truck and save a bunch more money. So I think we ended up spending about a hundred or so, 150 maybe on gas and the, and the trip getting here, um, which is way better than what it would have been with U-Hauls, like 600 or stuff like that. So we left bright and early. And the one thing I was worried about the entire time, because the last time I moved, it was a bit of an issue was rain. We don't have any tarps. We don't have anything loaded on, on top of my truck to cover from the rain. So I was really worried we were going to get some, but no, it was pretty good. It was hot. It was humid. It was a pain in the ass loading everything, but it did not rain, which was so nice. And it made the trip that much easier. We only had to stop a couple of times. Nothing broke down on my truck. Uh, I do unfortunately have a bit of an AC issue where I'm not getting as much cold air. So that's one of the things I have to fix. But other than that, everything worked out, which is good because last time my truck's alternator broke down we had to wait for like several hours and sleep and it took like a two-day process to get back or whatever this time one and done in a day i was here by like three o'clock or something like that and uh, loading everything in so it went pretty well honestly the whole moving experience from packing everything up putting it into the truck and getting here was pretty good now there were a few things that i did have to leave behind and some of those things are part of the reason why I haven't been making any videos or live streams. One of them being the lights. Um, I was able to get the stands, the light stands, 
But if you know anything about big lights, they have a softbox and a bulb. And I could not pack down neither the softbox or the bulb and put them in a good spot. So what I did essentially was I took the stands and left the bulbs there. So I don't really have any like good lighting <laughs> right now in this room. I have the overhead light, which weirdly does not have bulbs, but rather LED strips. So I can't even change them because usually I hate that like nasty yellow color that you see in a lot of modern homes. And I recommend anybody who makes videos to replace those bulbs with white bulbs. Uh, just get a white sort of daylight look. Uh, but this one in this house has LED strips. I can't even change that if I wanted to. And then on the other side of my room, there are these two big doors, which essentially act as uh, windows for me. So I have a little bit of light there, but it's only on the left side of the room. So it's not really consistent at all. So I don't have the lights and I figured I'm not going to really do a whole lot of streaming or recording anything until I get some lights, which is fine because I have stuff I need to edit anyway, and I can record eight on anchor in the meantime. Another one of the things that didn't make it though was the green screen. And this one was more of a personal choice on my part. That thing has always been a hassle to move from house to house. And I really haven't used it at all since like back to the video games. I tried using it on the Dark Souls video, but didn't like how any of the footage came out. So I figured, hey, if I want to buy a green screen, that shit was literally $20. I'm just going to go ahead and leave it here for now uh, and just let let them deal with it, bro. I don't want to deal with it. I also had to leave my metal shelf with all my video game consoles. I have since repurchased it. It was like $60, $70. So now I have my consoles back on the shelf. I have not put any of the cables or anything attached to it, so I can't really record anything. And then I also uh, don't have, like I mentioned earlier, the Big Wooden Entertainment Center or a that plastic clothes dresser. I don't have that. So all my clothes are kind of just sitting on the floor in the closet, <laughs> which is kind of annoying. Um, but we'll deal with it. We'll figure it out. Last thing. The last thing that I really, really wanted to move and uh, was planning on, but I couldn't, was my computer chair. I was able to get the desk. I was able to get the monitors and all the accessories, but not the chair which sucks because I really, really like that chair and had spent a long time trying to get it from the office uh, that my mom worked at, but I couldn't bring it. It wouldn't fit on. Uh, we weren't going to like strap it down on top of everything else. We, it, the risk of it falling off was too huge. So I have my little fold-out chair that I use when like Ethan is here streaming with me sometimes. And let me just say... This shit is so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so not nice to sit on for long periods of time. So even if I had the lights and like wanted to record a video right now, I couldn't because this chair sucks so much ass. But luckily, I'm getting a new one. It arrives here uh, anytime between the 23rd and the 27th. So we'll be getting a new computer chair. It kind of looks like a gaming chair. Kind of. Sort of. Um, it's got that like back shape, but there's no like head pillow or anything sort of a mix between like an office mesh chair and a gaming chair. You'll see what it looks like eventually. But uh, yeah, I was really pissed. I couldn't get the chair. I couldn't get my fucking office chair that I really, really like. Oh, well. Yeah, that was it. Everything else we managed to get. I got my camera. I got my tripods, my stream deck, all my computer stuff. My, my PC worked out fine. I was worried something in there would get busted or whatever throughout the move. It, it works perfectly fine. So... We're good on that front, and, and that's nice. I'm glad nothing broke or nothing broke down <laughs> in the truck or any of the items. Once I got there, right, and we moved everything up, 
said goodbye to the parents and everything like that. That sort of feeling of, uh, I don't know if it's anxiety or loneliness or just like an induced panic kind of started to kick in. And I knew this happened last time where the second they left, the, they, they were driving off and I couldn't see them again. The, the worry and panic of like, oh my God, I'm never going to see my parents again or I'm never going to see Ethan again and did I make the right decision and all of that anxiety and panic just hit me at once. And I figured, hey, well, this is the second time this has happened, so maybe it wouldn't be as bad because I've already experienced it and, and knew it wasn't going to be a surprise. But no, like <laughs> I was bawling. <laughs> I was so sad for like the first two or three days and I was bored too. So my brain would just keep thinking back to that. And eventually, I was able to get through it, which is nice. The problem with the last move is that I let those thoughts get to me. And it was part of the reason why I left after only a day. Because I couldn't bear the thought of uh, you know, letting them go or not, not seeing them again. And really, what this trip has taught me, and, and being here for almost a month now, is that those thoughts do go away. They don't stay there. And uh, you will always see your family again because, believe me, I get FaceTime calls every day at, like, noon. <laughs> well, actually, twice a day. Once early and then once in the afternoon. So I see them constantly. I talk to them constantly. Uh, that feeling of loneliness and panic was just really my brain trying to ruin any good thing for me. And the, the longer I've been here, uh, it's gotten a lot better. Sleep helps a lot when you're moving and, like, 90-degree heat and you're trying to get everything worked out, and you don't really have time to process the, the whole emotional aspect of it, and your parents leave, and they're gone, and you're eight hours away, and at first you're like, oh gosh, uh, did I make the wrong decision? Um, but talking to people helps, and uh, grocery shopping, and all that sort of stuff, and getting your mind off of things, and working on projects, and sleeping again. Sleeping is so, so helpful. It just feels like normal life after a while, you know? You just sort of wake up, you do your thing, you talk to your parents, and that's about it. So, like, thankfully, I was able to get through that. And I wanted to let you guys know that it does get better. If you're thinking about moving out and you're worried that, you know, you're going to feel really bad or feel lonely at first or whatever, one, hopefully you have, you know, good roommates like I do who you can spend time with and talk to in, in those instances. But number two, it does get better, but you have to put in that work, right? You have to actually do things. You have to actually stay preoccupied and get a job and stuff like that. So I figured I'd just share that experience with you because, yes, it did happen again. All the planning in the world uh, was not enough for me to be emotionally stable those first two days. But we got through it, and that's what matters, baby. We getting through this shit together, and uh, I figured I'd go ahead and share that. So, uh, got through that, and then, let's see, what happened next? Yeah, we went grocery shopping, because all of us had to get groceries, and this was my first time driving in uh, South Carolina, and let me just say, the road quality, don't be very epic. Um, <laughs> there's like four lanes of traffic, and none of the roads are really that good, and worse for me was that the way we were going to, I believe, the Sam's Club involved uh, driving on the interstate, which I've never done. That was part of the reason I didn't drive all the way up here. That's why my parents were here, because they wanted to drive on the interstate and uh, handle it themselves rather than let me drive it and all that sort of stuff. 
So within like a day or two of moving, here I am driving on the South Carolina interstate with Zach in the car, who is thankfully giving me directions. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> and this is this is kind of funny, uh, but Zach had given me the wrong directions. So the first time we're going to the Sam's Club, it's a nice and simple drive. You're going on some back roads. You get to see the sights, and it's nice. And we get to the Sam's Club. And we don't see the other car here because we split up in two cars. Me and Zach was in my truck, and then Damien and everyone else was in another truck. So we get to the Sam's Club, and we don't see them there. And we're like, what's going on? Zach gives them a call like, hey, where are you guys at? We're like, we're at the other Sam's Club. What, what do you mean the other Sam's Club? Yeah, yeah, the one, the one we were going to. You didn't know about that? Apparently not. So I wasted like 10 minutes of driving. And this uh, other Sam's Club turns out is way farther up north and involves me going on the interstate for the first time. So I was trying to keep my cool. I was trying not to be hectic. I don't like being an angry driver, a confrontational driver. I'm very defensive and uh, I have to be because my truck is not very fast. It does not go 70 miles an hour without like pushing down <laughs> on the gas. So, and with Zach there, I didn't want him to worry or whatever, but there was definitely some worry. There was definitely some, uh, some, some panic again going through my head at the moment, but we got there, everybody lived, nobody died, and uh, we got to Sam's Club, where else did we go, I think we went to Walmart, and then uh, Whole Foods, which I had never been in before, Whole Foods is nice, guys, I don't know if you've ever been in a Whole Foods before, but that shit, that shit bougie, Jesus, like, I don't, I never bought anything at Whole Foods, I bought, like, two things at Sam's Club, just because I'm like, oh, laundry pods, didn't get, like, a hundred of these bastards, sure, whatever, most of the stuff I got was just at Walmart because that's where I'm used to shopping. But Whole Foods was, was pretty nice. If I had more money, perhaps, that would be pretty epic. But I was trying to save money because at the end of all the grocery shopping and all that stuff, I had about 500 or so dollars left or 550 um, What made the move so nice and so helpful was my grandparents had gifted me a gift card that they got for signing up to Dish Network that they just give away, apparently, if you switch over. I don't know how that works out. So I use that for, like, gas and fixing up the truck and groceries and all that sort of stuff. But after that initial period of grocery shopping and all that, I was just down to my own personal money. And without a job right away and, you know, rent and bills and other epic things, um, it became a matter of conserving what I had so that I could lease when that first month comes up pay rent, and then have some money left over. And we stuck to that pretty well. I think I'm at like $430 or something like that, uh, which is good. So I can be able to pay the the amount of rent, which I believe is 330 with five of us living here, in case you wanted to know that, in case you wanted to donate to my Patreon, or in case you wanted to hit the support button, 330 is the goal, everybody. So keep that in mind when you're watching me <laughs> on the Twitch streams, I might put like a little, can I put like a, a sub goal or whatever that just says rent on the bottom of my stream? Would that work actually? Or would people be pissed? I don't know. Cause I could actually use it. You know, that'd be nice. But thankfully through offer up and eBay, I'd saved up enough money to be able to take care of myself and have things for the bathroom and uh, have groceries and fix things in my own room. Gotta say it's looking a lot nicer now. Uh, my room still is not finished yet. But the way I have it going right now is I have my desk set up on one wall. And then to the right of that is my bed facing uh, vertically up and down. So that kind of covers up that second wall a little bit. 
then on the back wall behind me is probably the weirdest. There's the front, there's the door out, right, which covers up a bit. Then there's the closet right next to it, which thankfully I was able to fit my VHS stuff and camera stuff. That worked fine. But it's right next to the front door, so there's nothing you could really put there without uh, you know, being blocked by one of those doors. Then, once you go past the closet, you have this corner that I have no idea what to do with. It's this tiny little corner that I can't fit my TV in or my entertainment center in. So right now it has become the obligatory junk corner or I don't know what to do with this stuff. So it's just sitting here. And then right next to that corner is we have the last wall. And on the last wall we have my metal shelf with all my games and consoles and stuff. And then these sort of two doors. Now, I have not talked about the new house yet. But one of the coolest things about it, I think personally, is it has these two uh, decks outside. One on the bottom floor and one on the top floor. I am on the top floor, obviously. Uh, and so I get access to that deck. The, the, the shitty part about it, and what I didn't realize, is that because you have a door leading out to the deck and another door that you can't even open, it just sort of sits there, is that most of that wall is taken up by the deck entrance. So I can't really put anything there. Uh, without like covering it up or just not using the deck. And I kind of want to use the deck, but eventually, you know, my gamer brain will take over and want to use that space for something else. <laughs> so I'll probably get some curtains at some point, but it's been a good little um, thing to kind of keep me awake a little bit once the, uh, you know, light actually comes into the room and I can see stuff and I'm like, oh, I should probably get up eventually. Uh, I slept till like one o'clock this morning, <laughs> 1 p.m. So you do what you got to do, I guess. So that's sort of how the room is laid out at the current moment in time where pretty much the bed, the desk, the metal shelf all have spots. And then, you know, you have the closet, which has the VHS and camera stuff. And then the shit corner, which currently is holding the entertainment center and the TV. It's kind of just sitting there at an awkward angle where I can't really use it for anything right now. So that's going to have to find a spot eventually. But that's for future Aiden to figure out anyway and We'll let him deal with that later. If you would like an actual room tour, I'm thinking about later today uh, posting a little Twitter video, just kind of showing you around. So go ahead and follow my Twitter if you want more details on that front. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the room. Uh, one little problem at first was that, I don't know, I've never lived on like a second story of a house before. I've never had stairs in my house before. And while stairs were pretty easy to get around at, at first, <laughs> the other issue with being at the at the second floor is that the air is so much warmer up here. And it has something to do with some science bullshit about heat rising or whatever. But for a while, the air conditioner was just straight up not working upstairs at all. Um, so it was very hot in here. And I had a little black plastic fan that you get at the Walmart that I was using for a little bit, and that helped. Um and then what Zach ended up doing for me is he had ordered a black tower fan that he was going to use before eventually getting an air conditioner. And so he gave me the little black tower fan, and I was like, yo, bro, that's epic. And that has helped a lot. And then not a day after, they finally get a maintenance man out here who realizes, oh, yeah, there's this little uh, switch in the breaker that needs to be flipped. It was turned off for some reason, LOL. And now we're getting air again. And it's been totally fine. So I was really worried that it was going to be hot and miserable in here, um, similar to kind of my last room. <laughs> but no, it's not. The air has been working great. 
It's been awesome. And uh, we'll see how we do in winter when I need the air to be turned off. Will it get too hot or too cold? Will it be just right? I don't know. We'll make it through June and July. I know that. It's, it's hot outside. South Carolina is much hotter in general than Tennessee was. Uh, but I think that's just because we haven't gotten much rain at all. We had rain for like a day, a couple hours maybe. That was about it. But other than that, it has been hot as frick, bro. And I hate having all that heat around. It's, it's miserable sometimes, for real, for real. But yeah, that's sort of the room set up. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll talk about is sort of the, the roommate life. How is it living with four other people that you've only met once in real life and some never before? Uh, it's interesting. It's wild. We kind of just sort of keep to ourselves like a bunch of little hermits, right? Uh, the top floor has me, Zach, and Damien with our own rooms. And Zach has the master bedroom on the other side of the uh, room up here. So his is pretty far away. I live like right next to where Damien's at. So our two rooms are near each other. And then Zach's is on the other side of the second floor. His is much bigger. Mine and Damien are much smaller. Damien doesn't have access to the deck but he also doesn't have obnoxious <laughs> big window doors, so I bet he can actually use his space a little bit better. So there's trade-offs on that front. Um, but it's been cool living with them. Uh, Zach's been very fun to just sort of uh, bounce ideas off of, and we've been walking together recently, which is fun, and it's kind of just a real-life version of our Discord calls where I'll be on Discord with them, and we'll you know talk about important stuff for like a little bit, and then it'll just ramble off. Uh, into weird, obscure nonsense. And so walking is essentially just the real-life version of that, where every time we're walking, it takes like 30 minutes or whatever, and we're just not going to you know, walk in silence or whatever like a bunch of creepy people. We'd just be talking about shit. And it felt just like a, a Discord call at like 3 a.m. where we're just talking about like G's or rappers and, and video games and ideas and projects and, you know, college and just all sorts of random stuff and that's that's been really cool because you know you you worry a little bit that like the people you meet online are going to be different when you actually see them in real life and sure I had saw Zach once before but it was such for a limited period of time half of which he was asleep so this time around was like really cool to see that like no for the most part the the Zach that you see on videos and the Zach that you see in discord is, is pretty similar to the Zach you, you see in real life, maybe a bit more reserved, uh, busy, obviously working on client videos and stuff, but still that very, uh, funny, uh, sometimes goofy, chaotic, uh, person you'd be, you'd be seeing and, um, a joy to talk to as always everybody else. I've kind of just sort of have gotten to meet through the first couple of days. Um, Damien and I had already kind of known after meeting the first time. And outside of that one instance where I could hear the music that he was bumping through his loudspeakers through the wall, it's been pretty good. <laughs> I was able to sleep through it with the tower fan, but you could feel the like vibrations on the wall, like coming into the room. So that was nuts. Uh, Donovan, meanwhile, lives downstairs sort of next to the living room. And I haven't really talked to him all that much except for, the uh, one night that we decided to grill out, have steaks, we played Smash Brothers and Mario Kart, and uh, 
<laughs> he had brought his Switch for Smash and everything. And let's just say your boy was I at Smash Brothers. But as soon as the Mario Kart came out, I destroyed in Mario Kart. Won every cup, pretty much. Didn't win every race. You know, there were definitely some instances. We had tried out some of the DLC tracks, and they were a little bit uh, a little bit goofy. But Ninja Hideaway, I don't know if you you guys have tried that track out yet. Pretty banging. It's just uh, not the best time to experience it when you're on split screen with, like, three other people playing Mario Kart. You get, like, a tiny little square in the corner of the TV to yourself. So you don't really get to see everything coming up. But uh, eventually I adapted and, you know, won all the won all the cups because I'm a Mario Kart god, you know. Nobody can beat me. I'm, I'm that epic. Uh, but I'm probably also the only person who can, like, drift well. <laughs> so I guess that's uh, my sort of unfair advantage when it comes to Mario Kart. Smash was a little different. We had items on and we were playing a bunch of different stages and random characters and sometimes I would do well and other times not so much I definitely lucked out on some like good assist trophies and pokeballs uh, beware by the way he just throw out beware and he just like KOs people it's very very funny if you ever get beware in a smash game it's lovely it's a lovely time so yeah that's mostly where I spent time talking to uh Donovan and then Zach's brother is also here uh he lives sort of in the basement and uh, I feel bad for him a little bit because that basement has had a little bit of flooding issues because the, the plumbing in the house has not been uh, very epic, but they fixed that. So hopefully that'll work out. But I can't imagine just, you know, living in a basement and suddenly you start to see water creeping out from a closet. Uh, that would scare the shit out of me. <laughs> but he's been cool as well. He was the one who ended up uh, grilling a lot of those steaks and they tasted pretty good. I got a little bit of flack uh, for liking mine well done. Um but it was still pretty good anyway, and most of them were left in longer, so they probably had closer well done than they had medium rare. That's all I'm saying. I didn't hear too much complaining either way. But what do you do? What do you do? So that's sort of been it. That's been the experience of living in South Carolina. I'm not going to lie. Some days it has been boring. Some days have been really busy where I've had to go to Walmart and buy my own groceries and get my hair cut and try to figure out the AC on the, on the car. I've gone to job interviews. Still no job yet, but I'm hoping to hear back within a couple more days. Uh, hopefully, before the end of the month would be, you know, pretty nice. That way I can start having income coming in rather than money going out. So I can help pay for rent and all that sort of stuff. But once the job is figured out, and once my computer chair gets here, that'll be the moment that I'll start editing more videos and working on uh, the projects that I already have recorded and then waiting for those for me to get some lights before I actually start recording new stuff. But I'll be doing eight on anchor along the way and trying to keep you guys updated as things happen. So yeah, that'll sort of do it for this episode. Let me know what you thought anywhere on the internet. Again, links in the description below. Be sure to hop on the discord. Cause as soon as this episode goes live, we're going to be announcing the Q and a, and you guys will be able to ask me any sort of question and I'll answer them for episode 110 of the podcast. So I hope you guys are excited. If you want to support the podcast and help me pay rent, there's a little support button up there, just pretty based, and you can donate to the podcast and hopefully make it more consistent along the way. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I am signing off.